we got the band back together. Yay! In Nebraska. Oklahoma, we made it. Nebraska. 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 We're in Nebraska. Grand Island. We're in Grand Island. Grand Island, Nebraska. Uh Nebraska Regional Convention. Nebraska Regional Convention. Number 39. Number 39. And so this collection of of guests that we have, bring them down into uh, five. Yep, build five, five guests, guests yeah. per episode. Hearing some voices from the Midwest we haven't heard from before. Yeah. Kind of excited about it. Yep. Yeah, first, podca- first time for three of the four of us to be in this state even. So yes. exciting. We've already had tornado clouds, high <laughs> winds, uh, storms, and all kinds of Midwest stuff. Typical Midwest weather. It's been great, though. Dinner at, a, great. dinner at a yeah. truck stop. Dinner yep. at a truck dinner stop. Truck yeah. stop. Coffee yeah. downtown today. Biggest Walmart awesome. I've been to in a long time. This is immersed in the north. Yeah, we're oh, immersed yeah. in it. It's yeah. beautiful. It yeah, lovely. it really is. So, folks, we hope that you enjoy. Uh, these voices from from the Midwest. These voices, voices from, from the Nebraska. Midwest. Something we haven't heard in a while. We hope you enjoyed it. I'm Paul. I'm Jennifer. We added Douglas. Uh, welcome back, everyone. We're here at NRCNA, and we're here with Cassie D. She's going to speak on honesty, but first, Cassie, can you tell us your clean date, where you attend meetings, and give your home group a shout-out? Yeah, uh, my clean date is June 2nd, 2018. Um, I hit up the Aurora Step Takers. It's my home group. Whoop, whoop. The best damn home group in the world. Yeah. All right, so we have honesty. You think that's important? Honesty? Yeah. Yeah, do we still have to do that, Paul? <laughs> it's so number easy. one for a reason. Yeah, it's number one for a reason. Absolutely. It, uh, you know, I, for the longest time, I was the most dishonest. Me too. <laughs> You're not alone. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I, it took me a long time to get honest with myself about a lot of things. How did that process come about? Like, where where did you start doing it? Like, if someone's listening and they're new, where did you start kind of doing that? Start being honest? Yeah. With myself? Or with my sponsor? Which one was first? <laughs> myself. Ah! It happened, um, you know, and it happened before I went to treatment when I uh, was facing zero to 50, and That'll they do told it. me, yeah, they told me they were like, we need you to go to treatment or you're doing some prison time. And, uh, you know, I dragged my feet, dragged my feet to treatment. And by the time I got there, I, when I walked through the doors, I honestly knew that I didn't have to ever live that way again. From there on, it's been pretty easy. What was the benefit it. for being honest? Like, what was the payoff? You know, because I think people go... Why do you, why why is that a payoff? Why should I be honest? What's what's the payoff? The, oh my god, the payoff is you don't have to for one, you don't have to remember the lies that you've told. Exactly. The stories that you told and who you told them to. Um, you know, the just the the weight that's lifted off your soul being honest is amazing. Yeah. I think that's one of the things, is that honesty is where I start to get self-esteem. When I'm truthful about who I am, I don't have to figure out a lie, I don't have to embellish the truth, I guess, this is it, this is who I am, and that's where the self-work. Yeah, and when you accept me for that, you're really accepting me. Yeah. Not like the, not the facade. Not the facade of me, or the story of me. Right, right. So, where do you need to be honest today? 
like what's going on now that you go, mm, haven't been, got to do that, you know, because we, look, we're a work in progress. <laughs> My honesty is that um, where I have to be honest is that I don't go to meetings like I should. That's honest. What? Tell me why. What's the justification in our family? Uh, I work in Kearney now, and my, so I live in Wood River, I live, work in Kearney, and my home group is in Aurora, which is an hour away, you know, so by the time I get off at 7 o'clock, it's already started, so why should I even go, you know? So. I'm glad you didn't start out with, see what had happened. Well, <laughs> You know, yeah, no, that, you know, so that's a that, that, that's a good one to lean into. Is like is like we get so we get clean, we get responsibilities, family, life jobs, on life yeah, starts on life. to happen. Yeah. And then it's like there's that there's that beautiful dance of like what where should I be? You know, like how present do I be? Is my presence in NA taken away from the family? With the overall rule for me, the overall rule has always been if I don't have this, if I'm not protecting this. I don't have any of that. I don't have anything yeah, else. Exactly. Yeah, but the balance starts to be, I'm going to go to the meeting. I'm not going to go for the two hours after the meeting. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to be... I miss I'm, that. I know. So, absolutely so much, we do. So much. And that's why, that's why like, weekends like this is just so critical. Absolutely. Like, we're going to be around people. Yeah. Yep. Nice. This is definitely needed for my soul. <laughs> so, what do you hope to take out of this? How, how is Cassie going to be changed this weekend, or needs to be changed? Needs to be changed is my, my one a week uh, meeting commitment. Oh yeah, we're, we're, we're following up with you on that. <laughs> we got some accountability. We're going to, Cassie, what's going on? How many, how many a week? Tell me. <laughs> Doing great work this weekend. Thank you. Uh, I'm the GSR at the Aurora Step Takers, and I also just started doing H and I for the jails uh, treatment center. God bless H and I. Yeah. So, so uh, through service, you 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 feel that your purpose is being. Mary's in the middle of the boat. I'd she sound really like. Is. <laughs> she really is. Yeah. She's not that's hanging on the edge. <laughs> you know, and that's a shitty feeling, man. Being in recovery and kind of like taking this step back and saying, "Where do I?" Like I know I fit in like in the NA, like I got that, you know, I got my people, I feel loved and stuff. Like like within that, what's you know, what am I being called to do? Yeah. And it changes sometimes. Absolutely. Yeah. How is service giving you purpose? Uh well when I first came to Narcotics Anonymous, uh, I had relapsed. It was Me hard too. to come back into It is hard. It really How much hard. clean time did you have? Uh, well I had I got clean in 20, 2004, and I went to meetings for about five years, but then I stopped going to meetings, stayed clean about another four years, and then I relapsed. Yeah. I so it was really hard. In 
humiliating for me. Uh, I got back into the rooms and I was shy and uh, didn't want to be a part of a lot the of The humiliating things. piece was you, you, you felt like people were going to, to say, hey, look, you didn't cut it. Like, what, like what the yeah. fuck? You know, that, that, that part. What By the way, like did anybody do that? No. Of course not. It's all in our head. It's all in our head. I would say collectively as a whole, we are wonderful with saying we're going to love you. Just get your ass here. We are, but that's the lie you. we tell ourselves is, about yeah. this yeah. place well, coming I'm gonna back. Ashamed. I'm going to be ashamed. They're not going to welcome me, and it's just not true. So, what? When you came back, how did you get the purpose back? How did you get? Did you just like I had this vision of me sitting there when I came back, putting my hands under the chair. <laughs> Don't fucking walk out. Don't, talk Don't to walk. Me. <laughs> Don't walk out. Stay right here. <laughs> uh, I think by watching other people, my sponsor, uh, she's awesome. She was over 20 years. And just watching her be involved and other people in the meetings and what it gave them, um, I just started, I didn't want to say no anymore, so I started saying yes to things. And the last couple How long did it take for it to go away? That it shame and guilt. It, the shame and guilt? Oh, no, that has, yes. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> I still have trouble talking at meetings and uh, in front of big groups like that. But and look at her on the podcast now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I <Anonymously>. love Mary. <laughs> That's right, anonymously. <laughs> so, so, so with this like, identifying, you know, service being a big part of the the purpose that you found here. Do you have people come to you and saying, hey, look, how do I get involved with service? Do they see that you're doing that and want to say, hey, look, I need this in my recovery? Yeah. Um, when I go, especially when I go into jails, I was lucky enough I've never been in jail until I started doing H&I. Yeah, that's the first time I'd have been in jail yes. was when I did H&I. And people are always like, what do we need to do? And we're just like, oh, when you get out, you know, start going to meetings and get involved and do yeah. service. Yeah. Have totally you seen any of those people come out yet? Or no. That you just started? I just started doing H&I um, in the jail. Right. Too That's one of the greatest feelings is to see people that you've seen in there come to a meeting afterwards. Now, let's be honest. It doesn't happen that often. Right. You don't, you don't do this for numbers, but you do it for the one that shows up. Yes. And it's just like, oh, my God. I'm so glad you're here. <laughs> All right, welcome back, everyone. We're here at NRCNA. We're here with Lori O. She's going to speak on regardless of. But first, Lori, can you tell us your clean date, where you attend meetings, and give your home group a shout-out? Okay, my clean date is January 28, 2018. I'm from Hastings, Nebraska. My home group, Freedom Seekers. Woo! All right. I don't. I think this is the first Freedom Seekers, maybe. Yeah, maybe so. I think so. I think yeah. so. Yeah. All right. So, what are we thinking, regardless of? Uh, regardless of. Well, when I. Okay, I had to change playgrounds, playmates, playthings, but they didn't tell me that was going. I was going to be lonely. Uh, regardless of. Um, I found Narcotics Anonymous. I found my people because I didn't want to be lonely. And I learned that regardless of, I can stay clean. But I needed NA to teach me how to stay clean because I didn't know how. Yeah, we do. We do stay clean through through feelings, lonely, yep, anger, you know, 
frustration, shit like that. We, we, we do navigate life clean. Some of the loneliness for me is self-created too. You know, like there can be a whole group of people over here having a convention and I can still be in the corner going, <laughs> I'm lonely. Hey, look, it's really easy to see that too. It's like, uh, I, always, I always make a joke when I'm at a, um, either at a meeting that's set up like stadium style yeah. or, or, or like here, if someone's in the back row kind of sitting off to themselves, I make it, I'm intentional about saying, you, you holding this row down? <laughs> just to have that little, just yeah, that moment. Yeah. I, I get it, man. I, I get it. I, I, like, I, I really get that. Yeah, you know, just get that. Like, hey, I'm, I'm just by myself, and I want to be by myself. It's not a, it's not a great place to be, but I get it. Yeah, I get it. Let's talk about regardless of age, race, sexual identity, creed, religion, or lack, lack of religion. religion. What is that oh. diversity? How do you, how do you feel about that? You know, um, I went through some stuff. I was pretty, I was pretty prejudiced. We come with a lot of that. And you know what? Narcotics Anonymous taught me. We're all, we all believe the same. Absolutely. You know, some of my best friends now have a different God than me. Right. They're a different color than me. But, you know, I have people that have different sexual identities. Dude, my circle of friends, my circle of people's exact same. Like, when we go out, I always say this, like, the perfect picture is when we were at Virginia Beach. Yeah. And we went out to you before you spoke. Right. And and we looked, and that was a hell of a convention, right? That yeah. was awesome. And so we're, we're, we're there, I don't know, 20, 24, 25, whatever. Right. There wasn't two people that were fucking similar. If you, if you <laughs> like, yeah, look different, yeah. talk different, you know, size, shape, color, all that. And we, and we was just all kicking it together. Absolutely. I think one of the things for me is I had become so identical with the people that I used with you know what I mean it was I was with I was in the French Quarter of New Orleans it was all gay white men who did everything just like I did and all of a sudden I walk into this Narcotics Anonymous and go these are nothing like the people that I thought I would end up with and I almost left I almost went to AA because they had a gay meeting but those guys said, don't leave. We want you here. You stay here. And yeah, I love hearing that. That has that's made all the difference in the world. And, and now, I may have a little bit of nervousness taking a plane to Nebraska, but it doesn't stop me from living in the world. It doesn't stop me from going wherever I need to go. I'm, I can still be afraid. Yeah. And do it. Regardless. Barb. Barb will hit you with, hey, we do, we do, uh, what is it? We do hard shit scared. Christine. Christine, that's a Christineism. We do, we do tough shit scared. We do, sh- we do tough shit scared, baby. Right. Yeah. Well, you know, I was we clean, do. and I had some clean time, and I thought I was doing the program right. And I found up homeless. Wow. Who does that? Well, my landlord, it, no fault of mine, it doesn't matter. But I went down that hill. And I had a great sponsor who said, okay, you get to choose your, where your rock bottom is. You can go out there and pick up again. Or you can start working a program. Wow. Whoa. I didn't know, regardless what happens to me, I can start working my steps and working a program and working through it. 
Uh, welcome back, everyone. We're at NRCNA. We're here with Wendy O. She's going to speak on surrender. But first, Wendy, can you tell us your clean date, where you attend meetings, and give your home group a shout out? My clean date is 6 25 2011. Um, I go to Aurora Step Takers um, in Aurora, Nebraska. Nice. So, talk about surrender. Okay. A little over three months ago, uh, my daughter is an addict. She is an alcoholic. Um, I had to surrender her to God. Um, she be tried beating the shit out of me. She strangled my granddaughter. Um, so she's got some different charges on her. Um, I enabled her for a long time. So God intervened. He put the cops in our in our life and there's no contact order for me and one for my granddaughter so I haven't been able to be around my daughter and it's it's tough very freaking tough yeah, situations like that like that's a level of surrender it's like oh, it's like that's you, you can't here's what's happening here's what's happening now are you and the granddaughter still living together are you oh no my granddaughter's with my oldest daughter my oldest daughter took my her kids from my other daughter she took them so she's raising them right now so it, it just, but my daughter Erica is starting to do everything she's supposed to. She went to outpatient. She's working through everything. She's in recovery now. And it's God. It's so God. She's so different. I've seen her. I've even seen her at meetings. I can't talk to her or, you know, any of that. But she's really changing. God is very, he's working. I think she might come tomorrow, actually. You know? Wow. She's been amazing. Oh, that's nice. that's <laughs> yeah. so amazing. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Um, tell me. What? Wh how is it? We know how it's changed her. How has this yeah. thing changed you? It's taught me to let go. I tried doing everything for her all the time. Tried fixing her, helping her with her kids. You know, when I knew she had a hangover. I think we call that enabling, right? And so, what does that not enabling? What has that? How does that manifested for you? How do you feel about that? I'm still going through that anxiety part where you know I want to still step in there. It's hard for me not to step in. Yeah. So you believe in a higher power? Oh yes. Amen. Do you think that higher power won't take care of her? Oh, I know he will. I know he will, and I know he's got it. I've got 12 years recovered. I was right there where she was, man. I almost lost my kids. I raised my kids by myself. You know, it's something. It's a cycle. It's a vicious cycle. Families. You but know, you're breaking it. I am. We are. Congratulations. God is good, and I know He's got a big plan. Yeah. I hope she shows up tomorrow. She will be here. All right, welcome back, everyone. We're here at NRCNA. We're here with Ariel W. She's going to speak on humility, but first, Ariel, can you tell us your clean date, where you attend meetings, and give your home group a shout-out? Absolutely. Uh, my clean date is December 2nd of 2018. I'm out of Norfolk, Nebraska, and my home group is Monday Night Miracles, Mondays at 8 p.m. I'm coming up on 5. Coming up on 5. Now, look, rumor is when you get 5, you pretty much know, you pretty much know the deal. <laughs> The longer I have, the more I know that I don't know anything. That's good, girl. <laughs> they used to tell you five is when your head pops out your ass. I know. <laughs> That's what they used to see. Yeah. When you hit 10, you realize that it was just a fart that didn't come out. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's more accurate of what really, what really sure. goes down. All right, so we got humility. What are you thinking? Yeah, man. 
So I got here and humility was a real foreign concept to me, man. Um, I knew what it was, right? But right. the concept of it wasn't great. You know, I really thought, you know, humility is just, uh, you know, thinking less of myself, right? And, I think that's, uh, re- that's really common. Like, it, it's a comment of like, oh, uh, uh, I'm lower than you. Yeah. That's humility. Absolutely. And what I came to learn is it's just thinking of myself less, right? And and also there was this dynamic of humility where I thought, you know, I've got that down, right? I don't think any good of myself, so, like, I'm definitely humble. What I realized is that humility, um, or, or rather our ego, can span on both ends of the spectrum, right? That it doesn't just have to be like, man, I'm great, I know everything, I'm like a genius. It can also be like... I know nothing. I am the worst thing ever. I am a loser. I am worthless. Like, man, and that is where I was at. So I didn't realize it, but I had a massive ego to the negative, you know, and I had to come to terms with the fact that humility is just a realistic perspective of where I am and who I am and where I fit in the world. Like, man, what a powerful thing. I really identify with that, man. That's really cool. Getting clean. We had a talk. We had a talk at every meeting. Us new guys, right? Like so, the, but for like a minute or two, it re- really. I don't know how long I was clean when I started raising my head up, like sharing. But it was like this. Like I would, no matter what I was saying, my eyes were glued down. I didn't feel. I didn't feel worse. Like sitting in that meeting, I didn't feel worth. I, I was able to talk and then look at you, right? And have you look at you know or anything like that. Like I was, so I get what you're saying, man. I was on the extreme of the negative, automatically assigned lower value of myself to you. Often, like that was my default, and that doesn't go away, like on our clean day. No, it just no. doesn't. No. So, how, what? How did that? How did that process work for you? You know, I think a lot of it was just, um, you know, it's going to sound super cliche, but like getting into that step work and building that relationship with my sponsor, like really doing that inside work and coming to recognize like through that process of like all these different pieces of me and these things that were happening, um, you know, in in the internal space of myself, like affecting my self-esteem, my self-worth, my self-compassion, right, And, and recognizing through those things, like that I have value. And that even when things are bad, like everybody has bad things about them, and I'm never going to be a perfect person. That's an unrealistic thing, man. One of my favorite concepts is like, you know, uh, humans are faulty by nature, right? And so we have to give ourselves compassion for those moments. Like guilt is a healthy thing, you know. And I didn't come here thinking that. I thought, you know, guilt and shame are interconnected, but guilt gives me an opportunity as a motive for change. So, you know, and I think that's cool. Like guilt is always a sign of like being a very negative like hey we don't we're free of that shit but i see what you're talking about it it's almost like it's almost like the fear of um you know what's something we can be afraid fear of burning myself so i don't touch the hot stove like things like that i get that i get that it's almost like it's almost like that feeling of saying i don't like x behavior because of y results right so i fucking stop doing the whole behavior man i like i step out of the ring yeah i get that part of of the thing that i for me about humility is I always thought that humility would be being okay with my assets but now I've I've started to see when I start to get okay with the negative stuff the imperfections when I start to get okay with the character defects that I have that doesn't mean that I want them or that I should 
promote them. But when I start to get okay with my imperfections, that's when real that. humility um, comes in. It's, it's like it's like it's not just parking the new vehicle at the far end of the parking lot so nobody sees it. It's parking the 15-year-old truck. Right, right in front. front. And oh, this is me. This is me. And humility is connected with so many spiritual principles, and the number one is acceptance. Acceptance of who I am. All right, well, that's a wrap, folks. That's the Nebraska Regional Convention 39. Thanks yeah. for joining us. We love you. And yeah. thanks for having us. Thanks for having us. We appreciate it. Grand Isle. Grand Island. Yeah. Canada. <laughs> <laughs>